Welcome to another exciting episode of Take Me to Your Theater! Starring Alex, Tyler, and Victor! Welcome back to Take Me to Your Theater, the show where we talk about movies. Uh, this is the first ever live and in person. We are here. We're yeah, we are relaxed and <laughs> we are fully weird. vaxxed. Am I right? Yeah, fully vaxxed. How relaxed are you, Tyler? I'm so relaxed. Victor? I'm super relaxed. It's cool to see you guys in person. I'm more <laughs> relaxed than you guys. I got the Crocs on. Oh, you win. Yeah, I'm just chilling right now. Uh, I'm ready to talk about some movies. It's been quite a while since we put one of these things out, but life is healing itself. Everything's yeah. everything's coming back. Um, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Finally, fin- yeah, finally. Any you guys have have you guys been to the movies? Yeah, I've been to the movies uh, a couple times. Um, I went to go watch Kong vs Godzilla right. in yeah, IMAX. Nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel completely safe doing so, and then I also saw Minari at uh, Brennan Theaters, and that was a lot. That felt a lot more comfortable because there's only an, one other couple in the theater with us. So that was really cool. Have you guys been back to the movie theater? I I have not, but I am going this Friday nice. uh, to the State Theater to see. Well, this will probably maybe come out after that, but going to go see Promising Young Woman at State Theater this Friday. Nice. So that'll be my first return to any kind of theater setting. Nice. Um, I am currently uh, a dad now, so I don't think I'll be heading to the movies anytime soon. <laughs> um, and nor do I really want to. Like, I I do miss the feeling of going to the theater and like the mystery and the smells and all this. Um, but I think it's just it's just not my time yet. I think yeah. I'm gonna wait for things to develop and things to get better. Um, but. I was watching Mortal Kombat today and we'll talk more about that later on. But that's one thing that I, when I was watching it, I was like thinking to myself, I would have really liked to see this in theaters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just cause like it was just kind of over the top and blown, but we'll talk about that later on. So, um, but yeah, we're back. My name's Alex. I'm here with Victor and Tyler. Hello. Um, so we're just going to go ahead and talk about some of the things that we've kind of been doing over this little bit of a hiatus two months hiatus ish right yeah it's so, been a while yeah so i'll just briefly touch on congress godzilla because i feel like we were hyping that one up a lot in the last couple of pods we did i think we were all pretty excited for it right yeah and um yeah so i decided to go check it out in imax you know just thought it'd be fun to go back to the movie theater because i saw that they were doing social distancing but like I said, it, it there was a lot of people in the IMAX theater, so even with all the social distancing, I don't know would I say it was worth it? Eh. I probably could have watched that one at home, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie though. It was really fun to be back. Um I thought it it delivered on exactly what I was expecting it to deliver very well. There was lots of Kong versus Godzilla in it. And that's really all I was expecting. The storyline was absurd, completely absurd. <laughs> yeah. The whole Hollow Earth thing, I know it was mentioned in Kong Skull Island, but it was pretty wacky seeing that on screen, like the whole gravitational pull with Kong floating around in the Hollow Earth. I just thought that was like, I was just like, wow, they, they really went there. But I mean, the Godzilla universe has always been super 
super crazy. Like there's been aliens and time travel. So I guess it's not super far fetched, but it just, when you think about the 2014 Godzilla with how real the scenario was, like the tone of it compared to Congress Godzilla, just, it's funny that there's like flying spaceships now and yeah, yeah, because the the 2014 was it's more like a serious tone to it, and uh, I think they tried to kind of like, I guess you can kind of go back to those early like the let's say the first Godzilla movie for example. It's it does have a very serious tone to it. I mean, there's some you know, obviously it's science fiction, but yeah, um, they kept it within a realistic realm, uh, and then this one just went buck wild. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how I had felt about this new one. Um, I was never really introduced to the Godzilla franchise other than, you know, Matthew Broderick. Shout out, <laughs> shout out Matthew Broderick. But, That's um, a lot of fish. <laughs> I, I did try to cram in all of the Godzillas leading up to Kong versus Godzilla. And I had always kind of been referring to the 2014 one as the Brian Cranston one. But mm. um, boy, was I wrong because, spoiler alert, he doesn't make it all the way through. But <laughs> I thought he was in the whole thing the whole time. And... Um, it's weird to see uh, Pietro and Wanda have a family. Yeah, have a family in that one. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I thought it was cool. It was a cool setup. Um, but I don't know. I there I have a mixed review about it on Letterbox. If you want to follow me. Um, but yeah, I I thought it was fine. I kind of skipped over King of Monsters. I was like in and out of it. But I I liked Kong versus Godzilla because in the end Kong versed Godzilla and that's what we all wanted. We wanted it was to- it was fun. <laughs> it was cool. I mean, if I was a kid, I would have I would have absolutely exactly, loved yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, especially growing up. I mean, you watch any any kind of monster movie, and it, it's just so fun and like fantastical, and it's just putting yourself in that kind of a world. But uh, yeah, no, I, I overall I really enjoyed this one. Uh, you know, there was some kind of wild themes going on yeah the the plot line itself is just like you have like multiple uh you know protagonists and you're trying to figure out like all right who am i really kind of rooting for here and who's actually in the right and it's like okay everyone's kind of wrong (laughs) but it's i don't know it's interesting i think uh you know for being a monster movie like you know what can you expect but uh you know i enjoyed it for sure it was fun the that deaf actress, she oh yeah, she was yeah great. that was oh. amazing. Yeah, she was yeah. amazing. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, well, I, know, I know it's like old news now, but I just thought I'd touch on it a little bit since we were talking about it so much. I thought we'd at least mention what we thought about it because it's not even on HBO Max anymore. I think they removed it now. Oh, I think you they? just have to wait for it to co- you mm-hmm. know to come out. Oh okay. I'm sure it'll be streaming again. Yeah, some, that's how I watch yeah. it. Obviously, I haven't been to the yeah. theaters yeah. yet. Yeah, the only good thing to come out of that movie was being able to revisit the original King Kong on HBO Max. You know, oh, yeah. They were kind of pushing all the King Kongs and the Godzillas. Um, and then, yeah, it was it was fun. It was for my first time that I had seen that one. I know, Victor, you own it. Yeah, I talked about that one, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah I, I really liked it. I kind of liked it more than Kong oh, vs. Yes. Godzilla, but <laughs> just for like... It's like the, the yeah the masterpiece that it was yeah. at the time so but so Tyler what what you been doing I honestly I haven't been watching as many uh, movies I've been catching up with like you know the the new ones we obviously mentioned that are coming out you know Mortal Kombat Godzilla all that stuff but um, I just been watching a lot of uh, like older TV series I 
just actually this morning I just finished the final episode of The Sopranos. And yeah. so uh, I, I blasted through that thing, uh, yeah. and I absolutely loved it. Have you, you guys seen I it? I haven't seen it, but oh, I know okay. Alex mentioned that he just yeah. breezed through that, right? Yeah, I, I breezed through it. I believe, I want to say, like, legit, I believe, I think it's like, seven. I think I did the math, and it was like 72 hours, right, or something worth. Yeah. I probably ran through it in a week and a half. Just like you know, uh, being up with the baby at night, oh, yeah. and like you know, waking up every two hours, especially at the beginning, and just I would just go on the couch, like you know, comfort her, and just watch the Sopranos. Like yeah. her and I just killed the Sopranos together. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I think I probably finished it all within a month, um, just from like like between work, going home, you know, like late nights, whatever, uh, just watching watching the hell out of it. And then yeah. I've been off work for about a week and a half, so that's been all I did and then finished it this morning at like three o'clock <laughs> well because it was like it was like midnight and then I was like I was looking at the episodes and I was like eh, I'm just gonna go for it yeah. but um are you, are you ever gonna watch it or um I probably will it sounds so interesting. with without without spoiling it because it is a big controversy how did you feel about the ending um you can honestly say whatever I'll probably forget by the time I I forget to. Well, well I, I know some people who will listen to this are currently watching it, so we yeah. won't, okay. won't yeah, spoil I, anything, but just kind of want to know what, what your thoughts were on it. Um, I I was kind of happy with it because I like when some of these movies, um, like uh, Christopher Nolan does it, you know, like we, they kind of leave you in suspense and you fill in the blanks. Yeah. And I really, like, at first I was pissed because I didn't get, a, like, what I wanted. Yeah. And then what I thought was going to happen didn't happen. And I, I don't, I, I was very happy with the end result. Because I was able to put to, put it together, yeah. and nobody could tell me that I'm wrong. Yeah, and I I love that about something. Yeah, and exactly, and it, you know, if if your opinion on what happens differs from mine, I could probably tell you exactly why I feel the way I do, and you would fully understand why. Yeah, uh, it leaves so much to the imagination, uh, and I I loved it. Yeah. And when it when it first ended, you almost have that like gut punch of like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, not in like a shocking way, but in like a oh, what the fuck? Like how do I, how do I, you know, like what, what happens, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I, the more you like start thinking about it and really just kind of let it simmer for a bit, it really just, you know, pulls it all together and you feel a little bit more comforted with like how you feel about how it might've ended. Yeah. Mm. I feel like, yeah, ex exactly like that. <clears throat> um, I, I hate watching these series like this where you get really in like uh, really close to the characters and they become like a part of your life almost because it feels like you're losing your friends when yeah. it's over. Now I feel yeah. like I'm, I have a part of me that's like sad because I'm missing like watching this stuff. Cause I will probably never watch the Sopranos ever again. Yeah. It was like very heavy and um, just a lot to take in each episode. It's like an hour long and I don't think I'll ever revisit it. Like I revisit other things like The Office and stuff. Yeah. But see, um, I, I might, but it'd probably be like a couple years from now, and then maybe you know, because yeah. I, I watched it by myself, and so maybe Amanda wants to watch it down the road, and so maybe me, her and I will watch it or something. But yeah, um, yeah no, and I think they kind of like did a great job within those last like episodes of uh, kind of winning you off of them in yeah. a in a sense because you know there's some people who. Uh, you know, die towards the last few episodes. There's some people who, you know, disappear. There's other things that that happen. And I feel like by the end of it, you're just kind of like, you're, you're kind of like comfortable with like kind of letting them go, you know? Mm, yeah. um, I mean, you obviously you want to see what happens and like where they go, but I think, I think they ended it so well. Yeah, I was 
super happy with it. The only reason I would do it again is to be able to be like, hey, the gabagoo and order more. <laughs> I feel like all I was doing was ordering um, Italian food the whole time. Shout out to uh, Pasta Pronto Modesto. Uh, shout out to Chefs in New York for getting me through The Sopranos. Thank you. <laughs> Um, is that on HBO Max? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. on HBO Max. You can watch. What is it, like six, seven seasons? It's, uh, well, it's, it's kind of seven, six, but. Yeah, it's six A and the, then six B. Yeah, so the last two seasons, six A and six B, but they're like, was it like 12 and eight episodes yeah. a piece or something like that? So they're, they're you know, technically kind of like seven seasons, yeah. but really six. Um, yeah, and I think the best time to get into it is as soon as possible. The only reason that I really was pushed to watch it because, like, you know, the references have been there through the years. Yeah. I, think, I think they even reference it on The Simpsons and stuff. Like, um, whatever. What's the mobster's name? Uh, Fat Tony or yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, that might have been just, like... It, but, no, like, they kind of, like, correlate yeah. with, like, his um, emotional presence on the show and stuff because mm-hmm. the whole show is, like, about him getting psychiatric help as being, like, this big mobster boss yeah. and that how that plays into his life. But... Um, I think the best time to get into it right now is because I had saw on, you know, HBO Max is going to release a bunch of stuff and that um, James Gandolfini, he, you know, he died in like 2013 and of like a heart attack. But his son, Michael Gandolfini, is going to play a young Tony in this new oh, yeah. pre- the, prequel. Oh, yeah. Saints of Newark? Yeah, I think it's, oh, okay. it's, it's going to be in a prequel so for the, the... Yeah, for yeah, the so Sopranos. It's a, it's a prequel. So it's, um, <laughs> it's Tony's uh, dad. What's his name? Jackie, I think. I, I might be wrong on I, that. I, but yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Jackie. Yeah, and so it's going to be Tony's dad and then Junior Soprano, and it's going to be their kind of like, well, I don't know for sure, but I think it's going to be like their rise and kind of how they got to be, you mm-hmm. know, where they were in the, the family. Yeah, but it's just interesting to see that his son is going to pick off where he left. It will start from the beginning, but also yeah. pick off where he left off. And that's I think cool. that's a really cool thing to see. So I was excited for that, and that's why I, I knocked it out. Yeah, I have uh, – I mean, you mentioned The Officer earlier. I had a little uh, piece of trivia that I saw. I think I saw it on Reddit or something. I don't know. Do you know this with James Gandolfini and what he was going to be or what he was offered to play? Um, n- no. He, he was going to uh, – he got offered to play the role of – Robert California. Oh yeah. But I guess with his contract with HBO, they wouldn't allow him to do any other appearances to kind of like not break that illusion of Tony Soprano because that's all he played and he played it so well that, you know, you see him in a goofy role, you probably wouldn't take him as serious in the next. I mean, who knows why they they actually did it, but I think that was in his contract. He couldn't, but yeah, he was offered to play the role of uh, Robert California. I would have liked to see him play the, the role of the, health insurance salesman oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but yeah that would have been funny yeah that would have that would have been funny if they, his name was actually like tony or... yeah they referenced it a lot but it's uh it's or like him with the mustache or something yeah. like this. something slightly different but yeah i'll that's... have to check it out because i do love mobster stuff yeah. oh you'll love it yeah, you'll yeah, absolutely yeah. love it and i think the best thing about it is like you know, it has some episodes where it's a little bit slower, but I don't think it ever loses steam through the whole That's thing. That's good because I, I usually tend to avoid long form series like that that don't have a definitive ending, just because yeah. the quality of writing usually it, goes it down drops, very yeah, fast. But no, this one, this it's consistent. I, you know, I think it's got like a little bits here and there where it's like you know a little bit slower, but I think it's just like that's what the story calls for. But yeah. um, I think it does an amazing job of just keeping the the plot line moving. And you constantly feel like you're getting closer and closer to something. Something's going to happen, you know. And, uh, yeah, they did an amazing job with it through the whole thing. Yeah. 
I, can check that out. Yeah. It's and but be warned to everybody too that's listening. Highly explicit. Like obviously it's oh, a mob movie. Oh, you can't yeah. watch it then. And, they, and they the were, other thing, especially like, them. you know, obviously no excuses for any of like some some of the language, but um, you know, like they, they you know, uh I forget when they started this show. Um you know, no, it was uh, early 2000s. 98, I believe. Oh, 98. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So they started in 98. I think it wrapped up in 2007. Yeah. I, I believe so, but I know the beginning it has like the Twin Towers in like yeah, the driving and there's, I think it's So it's pre-9-11. And oh, then, yeah. And then it, 9-11 happens during it, yeah. obviously, because the, the run of the show. But they uh, you know, they talk about those things and like terrorism. And uh, it's, it's for the most part, it's pretty subtle. I think they kind of had to touch on it just because it was such a cultural event in America that – you couldn't do anything without touching on it in some way and kind of having that like, oh, we're all patriots. We're all together, you know. But I think, you know, outside of that, there is some language in there. You know, there is the use of the N-word. There is some other little things like, like that. Slurs. But these are yeah. mobsters, right? They're not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you but. know, it's just, it's just uh, you know, I mean, there, obviously there's no ex- excuse yeah. for that kind of language, but that is, you know, you know, I hate to say it, but it's accurate to what, what, yeah, that's, the, what the, what the language the would have been. Yeah. yeah. Especially with the lifestyle, like at least every episode has some form of nudity in it. Every episode, but they, they run, they run a topless bar. Yeah, so yeah. like, what do you expect? But just be warned, you know, if you're going to get it, obviously it's been around for a long time, so we don't got to tell you guys, but if you are going to be interested in it, just be mindful of like who you're watching it around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thanks my, for the warning. Yeah. My, uh, my my couple months that I had, I was off for like eight weeks with the new baby. Um, I was just going through everything and anything. I was uh, we got her and I just have been pals. We bonded watching David Lynch or watching <laughs> Orson Welles. We're watching. We're, we went through like a lot of like T- classic baby. Yeah, TCM movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we watched the Lord of the Rings together. Finally, I, I'm gonna scratch one off my list for the year. Nice. I have two more to go before I, I reach my goal. Um, but yeah, we just kind of been knocking out TV shows and, um, whatever we can get our hands on. Um, we just recently binge watched, uh, both episodes, both seasons, sorry, of, uh, Pen15. Oh, that's a oh, great show. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. That's great. Yeah. I was super late that's to it. It's on Hulu, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's on Hulu. Um, a super late to it again. Super explicit. Super. Did I ever mention that show? I don't know. If I you, don't think I think so. you, you might Maybe. have. I probably before. told you like before we recorded an episode or something but. maybe but yeah uh, yeah i was really um i, I kind of knew the premise of it these like two thirty something year olds playing like middle school yeah. kids and like around actual age middle school kids was kind of a weird premise for me <laughs> but once you watch it it's so brilliantly done and like yeah. you really feel for the characters and i can't i heard recently that their season three is going to come out they stopped because of covid but yeah i hope it they're yeah. still working on that yeah, yeah I'm, I'm super excited for that and that's kind of all i watched um recently i i, I have a lot to talk about when it comes to movies that i'm not going to waste on this little segment but we will get into it eventually um but that kind of what touching on what Tyler was talking about kind of wants to throw me into like this little uh, new segment that we kind of want to be doing where we kind of each pick something that interests us, whether it's new or old. I like to call it like the the news flash that probably won't be relevant within the next time you uh, hear this because we're going to release this whenever we want. Um, Incorporated and we're going to work in working title. Um, But (laughs) that's um, that's what I wanted to say. I was going to say 
that his office reference to the Sopranos also reminded me that I had seen a video the other day that um, in Dexter, well, um, Dexter, the TV show. Dexter's about, Laboratory. Yeah, no, yeah, not yeah. Dexter's Laboratory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mandar. Yeah. yeah, we all know the I'm, show. We're De- following. Dexter with, uh, was Michael C. Hall? Is that his name? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know his name. I don't know. I feel like, I, well, that's it. But he's uh, the, you know, the forensics killer. Yeah. And um, in that show, he uses a Sabre printer <laughs> in, uh, as a shout out to the office and um that reminded does it me catch that, on fire yeah that, that, no <laughs> it doesn't catch on fire in this one but um it does remind me that they just released a new teaser trailer for dexter dexter's coming back because oh, yeah the final if you guys follow dexter oh um, i've heard about that yeah yeah it, the final episode was huge letdown i think it has just as much controversy as like the, the ending of the sopranos but um they finally were, like rallied together and we coming out with with the seven, uh, seventh season, maybe, maybe even more. See, I've never, I've never seen it. Yeah, something like that. But it's like it's coming out where he kind of, he he leaves, and we never got an explanation or any kind of wrap up, and now we're coming back, however many years later. But that's my bit of information this week. Right. Victor, I'm I'm trying to look up to see what movie news has come out recently that I'm like super hyped on, but I feel like I haven't been uh, like crazy about anything that's like any of the trailers. I, uh, the Green Knight trailer came yeah, out. Yeah, I was just going to ask, did you guys watch that? Yeah, trailer? I watched that. Yeah, it came out, it came out, to, well, uh, you know, the day of recording. Yeah. Uh, it came out today. Um, I mean, it looks amazing. I, I've had high I feel like I shouldn't, I feel like it shows a lot though. I, it I does. wish I didn't yeah. watch because the but first one is so the first trailer is so ab- abstract, and this yeah. one, it just gives you the whole story of what the movie is. But see, I think it gives uh, it so, does give a lot yeah. as far as like scenery and who's going to be in it and what kind of a world it is. But I think it does keep a lot, you know, under wraps as far as like who are these people and like yeah. what are they doing there and why why is there like you know it's just. <clears throat> It, it looks it looks amazing. I think what what did you say, Alex? You said it looks like a cross between. Uh... Um, what, from watching it, I got like a Lord of the Rings meets J- Jumanji, like feel <laughs> yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, and it very it very much has that kind of Lord of the Rings uh, era kind of like Middle Earth feel yeah. to it. Um, but it's uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I've been excited for this one for quite a while because uh, I know it was originally supposed to come out much earlier, if I'm not mistaken. Because there were some trailers that came out. Was it about uh, you know a year and a half, two years ago? Um, <laughs> it feels like that. If it yeah, if, and if, if it actually if, isn't, it does feel like yeah. It, I feel like we've been waiting for this movie for a very long time. So yeah. now that we have like you know a little bit of more of a substantial trailer to know like okay, the film's you know it, it it's either done or basically wrapped up on everything. Uh, but it looks so fantastic. I cannot. It does, wait. yeah. I would say if you already are interested in seeing it, just don't watch the new trailer because yeah. I, I wish I hadn't. Um, it doesn't like I don't feel like it spoiled anything, but I just wanted to go in knowing. Yeah, I, yeah. usually a twenty four trailers are a little more uh, pulled back than that trailer mm-hmm. was. I thought. Yeah, and because I I well I reference it a lot, but I think that the trailer for Hereditary like did that good balance yeah of, mm-hmm. you have no idea what's going on it just looks horrific uh you just have those flashes of like you know all these different scenes yeah. you don't know if this is like a possession story or if this is a like haunted house or if this is i mean you don't know what it is and then you know but 
you know, but also like with the Green Knight, it could come out and be completely different because you know, watching the Hereditary trailer, you think this young girl is like possessed. Yeah, you know, and it's not. <laughs> at all anything like that you know and so it could be the same thing with the green knight where we go in assuming okay well here's this here's this guy he's got to fight his way through this land and he's got to make his way somewhere to do something but it, i mean it could just turn on its head and totally surprise us but yeah I, I mean it looks fantastic that's really and it's coming out end of july i think so sometime uh, sometime late summer I, I the only thing I saw I think on the trailer it says uh, arriving summer okay. or some, something like that I don't know if they have any like month or date set at least that I've seen I'm I'm sure they they have an idea but yeah that date's been pushed around so many times I don't even know where it lands anymore but um I I feel like they went heavier on this one just to get people pulled back in because yeah. they were pushing even I think like that's why yeah. Yeah, yeah and that that was my like thoughts. they couldn't put out another abstract trailer yeah. again mm-hmm. they needed. Cause pull we're people in, yeah. we're already like the the fans the A twenty four fans are like we want it already just give yeah. it to us now it's like for a general population that's when this one felt like a lot more especially with the like board game that board game thing makes a lot more sense now mm-hmm. that was released on A twenty four shop so um yeah I, that's what I felt like it was they were just trying to like reel people back in like hey remember this movie that we were super hyping up same thing with like Saint Maud I think did that ever get released. I don't know. Like, I think... See, like, it would be like if they had to release, re-release another trailer for St. Maude just to get our attention and be like, oh, yeah. yeah, this movie never got released. Yeah, what happened with that one? I Any still see, see that one? No, I just no. still see, like, some fan art and stuff mm-hmm. from it, but nothing that's very specific to the movie. So that's what I'm, I'm very curious um, to see if they will put out something else and um, what it will look like. But, yeah, yeah that's what I, I... Luckily for me, I wasn't really paying attention to the Green Knight trailer. I just was, like, kind of looking and then doing something else. And then, so for me, I just, I kind of got that gist, like, oh, he's going to do something. He battles something. And then a year later, something else happens and he's, mm-hmm. he's got to fight his way through it. And like, I don't know. But my bigger question for, um, for both of you is like, what do you think the meaning of green knight means? Like, do you think it's green because of like envy or do you think it's green because he's like a novice? Hmm. What do you think, Tyler? Um, and did any of that like come to your guys' mind when thinking about the, the, I try to do that with like the titles of movies and stuff. Yeah, like you feel break, like the title is going to have more. Yeah, to break it down, like why is it called this? You know, like Hereditary, we got that. Midsommar, we got that. Um, no, mid-90s, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But I wanted to kind of break it down and be like, what, do you, what are your guesses? Because it could kind of go both ways. Yeah, I see. I, I, I think that's a very good question. And I, I haven't necessarily thought about it. But I've also wondered like, okay, who is the Green Knight though? Because... He, you know, whoever the protagonist could not be the Green Knight. Maybe he needs to go find the Green Knight. Maybe, you know, that's like a deeper plot line that we just don't understand until the movie comes out. Um, so it's very hard to say, but I, you know, I think it could be anything. It could be, like you said, like, you know, somebody who's a novice in it, or, um, you know, it could be like a, like a status, you know, like whoever their Green Knight is. Uh, maybe there's some kind of deeper deeper meaning with it and within that world um but yeah i think uh i think it's hard to kind of have like predictions on something like that but i think uh 
Yeah, I, I have a feeling they're, they're going to have some kind of deeper meaning with it. It's probably like a title that you receive within their community, I think. Yeah. Like, you have achieved being Green Knight, yeah. which is probably like, like secondhand. A, to, like a karate to kind the, of belt. To the king <laughs> but, uh, but or something. But also, you know, there's that one character, I don't know if he has a name or not, but uh, that kind of like uh, looks like a, almost like an ant. Looks yeah. like a tree. Uh, and he walks in there, and what, what does he say? He says something like, you I know, am Groot. I am the <laughs> Green Knight. Yeah, then he says something, you know, like, put forward your best fighter or something like that if they can land a blow. <laughs> you yeah. come here on the day of my tree daughter's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> chop it down. But, you know, chop it's, it down. <laughs> I wonder if, you know, something with that maybe. Because it, it looked very ritualistic. And yeah. so maybe whoever can land the blow becomes the Green Knight. Or, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I think it, the trailer leaves a lot. I'm probably going to watch it, like, another four or five times just to kind of really dig into it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I'm very, very much looking forward to it. Yeah. Can't wait for that one. All right. Um, well, do you, did you ever find anything else? Um, movie news related? No, I, no, I don't have anything really right now. I'm trying to think of something else. That was just something, you know, like you could throw something at me, you know, talk about uh, Muppets haunted mansion. Oh yeah. I uh, I should have read up a little bit more about it, <laughs> but it just kind of popped into my head just now. Uh, did you guys see that announcement? I saw, I saw the announcement. Yeah, I saw the announcement too. Is it a movie short? I think I think it's Attraction? gonna be. No, I think it's gonna be a movie. I well, I don't know for sure, but I think they're gonna go along the lines of like Muppet Christmas Carol or something like that, where they you know Gonzo's maybe like Master Gracie and you know somebody else plays whoever. I feel like they're going to be in the mansion and they're going to play these characters. Could you, cause you can imagine like Rolf on the, the piano, you know, yeah. playing like that, like in that kind of phantom style. And then like, you know, Statler and Waldorf can be like two paintings that oh, are talking, yep. you know, those mm-hmm. like dueling paintings or yep. something, you yeah. know, they could be like the two grumpy guys, like shooting at each other. Uh, I could just see that going so many ways, but I, 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 Either way, it's like, <laughs> I mean, everybody knows I, I love the Muppets. I'm a huge fan of the Muppets, and I'm a huge fan of Disneyland. So this just, like, is the perfect combination. I am so excited for this. Whatever it is, I think it's going to... I, I feel like it's going to be a short, though, because... See, I, I could on see a movie already. Too. You think it would be, like, clashing if they... Well, it is Muppets, so it's, like, their own take on it. Yeah. But I, I see it being more of a short. Thing. Yeah, I, I hope it's at, at a minimum like you know thirty minutes. Yeah, whatever it is. Um, it's I can't. Be fun, though. I can't see them hyping it up for something that's like less than thirty minutes. Yeah. But uh, uh no, I'm I am so excited for it. <laughs> so who's your pick for Hatbox Ghost out of all the movies? Ooh, Hatbox Ghost. Yeah. Or the th- the three. Um, Otto? Is that one of them? <laughs> There's just like so many what characters. Are the, what are the like, three, oh, the, three the traveling. It's yeah. uh, Ezra, Phineas, and uh, I think it starts with an I. Or it's a... Uh, Igor. No, it's a... Uh, <laughs> Ilma. <laughs> I don't remember. But Ilford. I think, yeah. I don't think they... You know, it's, it's interesting. I don't know if Disney has confirmed their names, but... For the longest time, they were like I think they just were, fan-picked names. Like I think they were on the um, Funko... Were they? Okay. Box. Yeah. I believe so, I know but for the I'm not, I'm not entirely confirm that those were their names. Yeah. And it was just like names people had given them or yeah. something, if I'm, you know, remembering right. But, but yeah, Hatbox Ghost. Hatbox Ghost. Ooh. Hatbox Muppet Ghost. Who is it? 
But do you think it's just going to be the Muppets like in the mansion, or are they going to be repla- like playing some of the characters? I think they'll play the characters. Yeah. But that, I think that's what you're asking, right? Who, yeah. who would play the Hatbox Ghost? I think that would have to be... You can't be... have a mansion movie without a Hatbox Ghost. He's like one of the most popular, unless it's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> do any of them wear hats? Oh, that one guy. He wears a hat like that. Uh, is he the like the jazz guy? Oh, like Dr. Teeth? I think so, yeah. Yeah, from Electric Mayhem? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I could see him being that. Yeah. I could, I could easily see him being the Hotbox Ghost. Yeah. Now that you mention it, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I am so excited for it. I don't know what it's going to be, but... You just know you're hyped. I am so hyped. Yeah, I think that's it for like movie news, right? Unless there's something else you guys could think of. Yeah, I think that, that pretty much... Because, yeah, like yeah. one of you said, by the time this goes out, this is going to be old news, but... <laughs> Yeah, it pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. Um, but on some like J- Jim Henson Muppet kind of um, tangent that uh, we're going off of, I kind of I've been watching my fair share of like uh, Jim Henson creature creation like workshops and stuff, um, and I kind of want to do um, reviews on them. But I think we're gonna finally add our new segment where it's like. Um, rapidly fast reviews where we each kind of go around and we have um, our letterbox reviews or some from memory and we'll time each other 45 seconds and just try to get our point across and we'll let you know where to watch it and what our rating will be so does that sound good to you guys or sounds fantastic yeah. Alex. <laughs> are you gonna go first all right everybody open up your letterbox accounts oh or how about we pick each review for each other <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So you pick one for Tyler. I'll pick one for you. Like look at his letterbox? Yeah. Okay. And then I'm picking one for you? Yeah. We're going to go that, like, um, counterclockwise. All right. right. Where's Victor? (laughs) There he is. All right, so I'm going to pick Victor, and I want you to talk about your recently watched The Mitchells versus The Machines. And ready, go. All right, so I'm going to be talking about The Mitchells versus The Machines, which is streaming on Netflix only. It's a Netflix original brought to you by the same studio that made the Lego movie and Into the Spider-Verse. And it's a fantastic animated film. It's a family film, very similar to a goofy movie very um very loud very it, lots of colors really cool scenes um interesting animation techniques that have not been that I have not seen done too often uh, up until this movie um uh and uh, and also one of the best scenes featuring a furby since uncut gems <laughs> oh, so that's it <laughs> Dang, I felt very pressured there. I felt like, uh, I don't know, I started breaking a sweat there. <laughs> kind of scary with the timer on for some reason. But yeah, check out The Mitchells versus The Machines. And what's your letterbox review uh, late rating? I gave it four stars. I thought it was really, really great. Right. Really, really great family romp. Yeah. All right, uh, Tyler, I want to hear you talk about a movie that you recently rated on here because I also watched it for my first time not too long ago and I thought it was great. Why don't you talk to me about A League of Their Own for a little bit? Oh, yeah. No, I, uh, I, yeah, I love that movie. Um, 
Yeah, it, no, it's got a fantastic cast. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's this timer that's throwing me off. Yeah, it's no, I, scary, huh? what I what I wish though overall, and this is not so much of a movie review, but I would, I wish they'd bring back the AAGPBL, and so that's the you know the the girls um, uh, pro baseball league. But uh, no, it's got a, <laughs> a fantastic cast. Uh, you have. Uh, Wow, this is really this is really <laughs> stressful right now. I got the clock right. The world is watching. Well, anyways, I gave it four four out of five stars. I love the movie. It's funny. It's got a great story. Um, I think everybody should watch that. Yeah, it's a perfect summer movie too. Lots oh, of heart. Yeah. yeah, that little kid in it is really funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had never seen it or really heard anyone really talk about it up until. My girlfriend was just like, oh, you want to watch this? So I was like, eh, sure. Yeah, my, yeah. my mom loved it. And so yeah, I, yeah. I watched it growing up as a kid. And it's a classic. Watched it on the airplane with Amanda coming back from Texas. Nice. That's all crying in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Alex, you got your uh, your timer set? Um, yeah, I'm about to. Make sure you wave in his face. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going well, well, to tell you what you're reviewing right as the timer starts. So then you have to really <laughs> think about it. Okay. I'll just do it from memory. Just go All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. So you're going to be talking about Howard the Duck. <laughs> so um, I finally watched Howard the Duck. I know they referenced him in Guardians of the Galaxy like after credit. And I never understood what it was. I just knew it was like a George Lucas thing. But I think it was a comic before. And George mm-hmm. Lucas was inspired a lot like what he did. <laughs> so he, um, he took this weird story and wrote it. But it's really off and very sexual. But it's also for kids. And it's uh, like a... It's actual practical effects duck suit, and he falls in love and like has sexual relations and drinks, and he's just a crabby guy the whole time, and he just got sucked from his home into another land, and it's it's just very weird, and I don't even remember what I gave it on stars because it was so weird and absurd, and I don't ever want to see this movie again. I think it's one and a half stars, maybe. Okay. okay. <laughs> For some reason, I feel like. That movie takes place in the Pluto Nash universe, but I've never seen either either of those movies. <laughs> I just, it does have that similar just, cover. I've seen like the co- like the you know trailers for both of those, and they just seem like they have the same energy. There's actually a scene in Howard the Duck when he's on that what do you call them Aerolite those uh, yeah. flying yeah. things. It's shot out like just uh, kind of east of Oakdale area, and so it's shot. I, well, it's, I think it's out that like kind of Knights Ferry yeah. area, open land train tracks. Yeah, yeah, I, I gave it half a star. On, but yeah, it is on Letterbox. You know, it's interesting because it started. You can out watch as that a, on Peacock. Free. <laughs> it started out as a Marvel comic. His first appearance was the Man Thing number nineteen, number eighteen. Anyways, you nobody, get that right. Nobody cares other than <laughs> other than me and like one other one other friend that I have. But um, mm. yeah, so I actually collect the comic books. The comic books are pretty funny. They're pretty goofy. It's they're about, better than the movie. It's right? better than the movie. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. The character Howard the Duck is so much better than what the movie. It's is. so weird. Um. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he transported in to, from Duck World, and he's stuck here now. And so he's just he's just a talking duck in in our world. But um. Yeah. No, the comics are pretty good. But also, like, if you're looking for like to get the comics for your your kids. Maybe read them before you, you <laughs> hand them to them. Because uh, there also is um, Howard the Duck. So Marvel did this Max series. It was like Marvel Max, I think it was. But it's basically like how DC has like Vertigo or I, I think, it, what do they call it now? DC something. Basically, it's where they put the stuff that isn't like family friendly. So it's still like, you know, Marvel branded. But they can put stuff that's out there a little bit more edgier. So that way, you know, as a parent, you can say, okay, it's Marvel Max 
not getting that for my kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there's a lot of sexual tones and, um, you know, all that, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Howard the Duck is, is a unique character, but he's one of my favorites. <laughs> but it, you know, another interesting thing about it is it's a Marvel character first. And uh, whenever they came out with him, there was actually, I don't know if there was a lawsuit or not, but Disney actually wrote to Marvel and said, here's everything you can do with him. So you do not get sued by us for copyright infringement because Mm -hmm. of Donald Duck. And so originally they had a lot of similarities and Disney wrote to them and said, this is exactly how you can draw or like, this is exactly how you should not draw the duck bill and how like his feet and everything, you know, they gave Marvel all these very explicit instructions on how they can draw him to avoid getting sued by them. I didn't know that was patented, like the way you draw the duck bill and all that. Cause... Yeah, it will. I think there was. Um, I mean, who who really knows? And I, you know, I've only seen that like once or twice a long time ago. But I remember seeing like the drawings that they they specifically sent them, like little exhibits oh, yeah. of like here's how you're drawing it, here's yeah. how, what you need to avoid, and all this other stuff. But I think there was some like legal things that came do up you, that resulted in. Do that. you know when that comic was released? Like the first time we see Howard the Duck? Uh, I I assume. Uh, maybe late 70s 80s or yeah. you know it was probably early 80s um i don't know i don't know let me let me see i'm okay. gonna look up uh it's i think it's the the man thing number 19 okay because i i think i remember um reading in the george lucas biography that he had like read I, the comics I, as a I kid i love howard the duck <laughs> the greatest comic book <laughs> he because he would do that he would read a lot of the disney i know he read like donald duck and stuff and then he got the idea for um Indiana Jones from Huey, Dewey, Louie and the um, DuckTales comics. Mm. He kind of just ripped it. but Howard um, the Duck brings me back to cruising <laughs> on McHenry. That's the so way I... his, his first appearance was <laughs> Adventure into Fear, which was the, the Man-Thing uh, series, number 19, and that was December 1973. Oh, okay. So that was his first appearance, but you have he a didn't picture have... of it? Oh, yeah. I know the listeners won't be able to see it, but Wait, for, we'll, for we'll, us, you We'll know? post it. <laughs> Um, oh, that's not it. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was the, uh, let's yeah. see. I, I gave it half a star on um, Letterbox. I think because they have like a rip Indiana Jones poster in the back. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is it? The quackers of the, or the, the Raiders of the last something. Are, <laughs> and yeah, it's just like a, a bunch of, uh, it's that one and something else that's like kind of Lucasfilm. Related, you know they're doing anything else with Howard the Duck now besides that? No idea. I, I thought they had put him in some kind of like, Maybe like a what if or something. I don't know if he's going to be in something like that or some kind of like Guardians kind of thing. Or maybe he'll be in the future of the Guardians because um, that's one of the things I was going to talk about for the... the news was that um, Jarax, like um, Batista, he mm-hmm. doesn't want to come back for yeah. Guardians 3 without James Gunn. He's like sticking by him. He said that Jarax is like they're thinking that maybe he'll die in one of these movies or something well and he said that drax isn't going anywhere it's just yeah. not going to be played by bautista yeah that's what i was going to say because he he um dave bautista tweeted it out and said you know drax isn't going anywhere he's like it's just <laughs> not going to be played by an old guy <laughs> like he's, gonna be played by he's what, like 50 he's like 50 something and so yeah. i'm sure it's getting harder and harder to keep up that like but also he had appearance. like he had been pushing that like i'm not coming back without james gunn he's like yeah, a yeah. brilliant person and whatever yeah. but yeah Whatever it is, what it is, but maybe that'll me leave more room for an addition to Howard the Duck. He, I don't know why he was in there other than like a fun Easter egg, but maybe it's yeah, time. I, th- I think that's all it was was an maybe Easter egg. Maybe it's time egg. to bring I, him back you know, though. When it, when it first came out, because I'm, but before you know all of that, I've you know I've been a 
big Howard the Duck fan. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> but, realize that until now. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, I don't admit it to too many people. Um, but yeah, no, I collect the comics uh, whenever I do see them. It's, it's like me and one other friend. Whenever we go to, like, the comic conventions, we're digging through all the boxes. Anytime we find Howard the Duck, it, like I'm like, you got this one? And he's like, yep. And then he's like, you got this one? I'm like, nope, hand it over. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, no, I collect the comics. Um, but yeah, whenever, whenever they first showed him in the... Uh, what what was the movie you just said it? What movie was he in? The, uh, Guardians one. Yeah, yeah. And so whenever he was in that, I had like just so many like hopes and just like oh, it's gonna happen. And then Disneyland even came out with a whenever the uh, the um, the Guardians. Uh, the, uh, the uh, Mission Breakout. Yeah, Mission Breakout. I, I don't know why I was blanking on. It. Anyways, whenever Mission Breakout came out, they had um, these little. Uh, plushes you could buy and it looked like little cages and one of them was Howard the Duck from the movie in there so I have like the Howard the Duck plush in the little, <laughs> the little so they thing. actually sold merchandise for Howard yeah the they Duck. had the Howard the Duck plush and they didn't have them for long so I'm glad I snagged it when I did but um, yeah I haven't I haven't seen anything else since then there was like a lot of like <clears throat> I think well I wouldn't say a lot of hype around Howard the yeah. Duck I think but... there's a Funko of him too yeah I don't like yeah. I said I, I don't I feel like I know a lot he's, about Funkos but I never collect them so he's, he's a popular character me. but he's not like a mainstream character you know you, I, don't I just think... figured with like Deadpool with the success of that that they would try to capitalize on that and yeah. release another fil- like comic book film with another adult character like that yeah I think if he's gonna be anything it's he's gonna have to be a side character because if if I'm not mistaken, it was animatronics they used for the Guardians, or was it CG? Oh, and uh, OCG. Yeah, it was like okay. Fully CG. Yeah, he had so, like a martini or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if um, I mean, I just feel like that'd be well. I mean, with the stuff they're doing nowadays, yeah, uh, you know, one I, character wouldn't be too bad. I think I had saw a post on Reddit that was saying that like they want like a Deadpool movie that's gonna it's gonna take place with like him transferring between worlds um, with with something going on and um, they want him to cross paths with like Howard the Duck and uh, I think it's like oh it was like a portal like one of the portals were opening and letting people back in it's like a tiny little portal and Ryan Reynolds can like look through it and be like what the hell like, why is everybody like he's like trying to shove his face in and like breaks off his fingers and throws him through the hole or something oh, he, like, like chops himself yeah, up to get through yeah they're trying to do something like that but he goes through and he, he ends up in like the duck world whatever for a second <laughs> like it's like stuff like that where like the writers really need to be browsing yeah. through Reddit because yeah, these, uh, these are beautiful <laughs> ideas, but uh, something like that. Yeah, would... Marvel's interesting where they have like the multiverse and there's like all these, there's also all these weird Deadpool stories where it's like Marvel kills the, or not Marvel, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. And yeah. it's just like Deadpool going through and like he kills like Captain America and Thor and like all these other people. And then like at the very end, because he breaks the the fourth wall, he, he goes to the writer's room and kills the writers of the comic that he's currently in. And so it's just like, they do a lot of really weird, dumb stuff like that. Yeah. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I think at the same time, like if you read the comics, you expect those dumb shenanigans. But if you're watching the movie, you'd probably be like, at least the average fan. Cause like, I don't know. I, you know, I don't want to sound like the hipster, but definitely I've had a lot of, <laughs> I definitely have had a lot of people where it's like, you know, they're like, Oh, what are you reading right now? Whenever like Captain America and all these other ones were getting big. And I, I was reading a lot of Deadpool and uh, you know, like some guardians and some other things like that. And they're like, Oh, I've never heard of it. And then the movies come out and they're like, I've always been a huge Deadpool fan, you know? And so it's like, <laughs> I think the people like that are going to be very disappointed when they realize how dumb Deadpool is. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's, 
I, I don't know if they'll they'll put it into like cinematic or maybe like the maybe they'll do an animated movie or something. Yeah. All right. Guess we'll find out. Yeah. All right. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. All right, uh, we're back. And, uh, we're just going to get into a couple more things before we head out on this one. Um, thanks again for everybody listening up. I know it's been like kind of a little bit of a break, but you know, as the world continues to open up and things become more accessible and we'll be able to go back to the movies, maybe we'll do more of like what this show was intended for, some more of like movie theater reviews and you know, just kind of our watch list and where you can watch this kind of stuff. And when, uh, we can keep the conversation going with, um, our discord. It's, uh, the middle seat movie club. Um, we are always talking everything on there. We got a bunch of different categories, so go ahead and, uh, subscribe to that. And is it in, uh, I don't know if it is or not. Is it in the bio? Yeah, it's in, it's in the bio. Um, yeah. So go ahead and get on that and you can always hit us up on Twitter. I think it's, uh, TMYT, TMTYT. It's, I think it's a TMTYT um, at. Yeah, so the Twitter is TMTYT podcast. Yep. And so you can find us there on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, I, I think, think we're kind of. Take me to your theater, right? Yeah. We're, we're everywhere. You can file, find us on uh, TikTok. And MySpace. <laughs> we're not on TikTok. Find us, yeah, find us on TikTok. We do have a TikTok, actually. Oh, we do? Yeah, I have a couple Top videos. Top five put. things you miss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I have a couple videos on there. But speaking of TikTok, I, I had a question for Tyler because I know that Victor and Tyler both had watched this series. I believe it's an Amazon original series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I, I think most, if you're on TikTok, you would probably have seen this one that it's um, the show Invincible. And there's like a Bobby Hill from King of the Hill reference. And I wanted to kind of get that, get that straight and get Tyler's and um, Victor's input on that. So Go ahead and tell us what Invincible is about, like a little bit of a gist, and then I'm going to go ahead and ask you some questions. Yeah, so, well, I mean, I don't know if we want to kind of kick it off and just be like, you know, what, what have we thought about it? I know, because um, I've, I've read all of the, the comics. Give me um, like a little bit what it's about yeah. and then what you thought about it. Okay, so um, so as far as the, as the, the animated series, um, it's about a, uh, you know, teenage kid, uh, Mark Grayson, he... You know, high schooler. Uh, his dad is a uh, secret identity superhero, uh, so <clears throat> nobody knows like his dad is Omni Man, but it's like you know just the secret identity, Tr- traditional superhero story as far as his dad goes. And um, once he starts to kind of get past like that puberty point, he starts like slowly getting those powers uh, that his dad has. His dad's from another planet, and so. It's about him being a teenager, uh, getting those powers, and kind of getting into that, that world of being a superhero. So you're following his, his story as he progresses. Um, and then, you know, without spoiling any, anything, there's so much conflict in this, mm-hmm. uh, in this series. And, uh, you know, family conflict and then just regular superhero stuff. But uh, they have a lot of – it's a very dark uh, tones to a lot of the a lot of the stuff that happens. It's a very brutal, uh, very gory, very very graphic uh, show. Okay, so like a beefed up 
um, more adult-themed version of the Disney classic Sky High <laughs> mixed in with the Disney Channel or the original movie Up, Up, and Away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you spot them. Okay. <laughs> now no, we're it's, on, but it's, but it's animated, me, right? It is animated. For me, yeah. it's like... Uh, like a rated R, like Static Shock, Teen Titans. That's that's what I was thinking. Is like that kind of vibe. Do you yeah, know? Because do you know if there's any relation between the art, um, the artists or like the art company um, that did the Static Shock ones? Um, because it, the art style is kind of similar, right? To me, it, it looks very similar to like a like a DC animated show. Oh, like, like a Batman. Yeah, like, like okay. um, the solid colors mm -hmm. and, yeah, and like well, kind of like um, <clears throat> what what would that be called? Like sharp angles. Yeah, yeah. right. Because a lot of a lot of shows did that. Even like those. Um, like X Men. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say even like a lot of the Marvel had that kind of same tone, and I think well because Invincible was uh, Image Comics, and so that's the same. It's actually the same writer for The Walking Dead, so it's Robert Kirkman. So, uh, I think he came out with. I think Invincible might be older than The Walking Dead, but uh, I might be wrong on that. But um, yeah, he wrote uh, both The Walking Dead and Invincible, so he was writing both comics at the same time, among other comics that he's done. He's done some interesting ones. I think, if I'm not mistaken, he did one where it was Battle Pope, and so it was the Pope, <laughs> but he's just hella beefy, and he's just like fighting crime and stuff. I haven't read it, but he's done like a lot of just weird, kind of wacky comics. But this is by far my absolute favorite comic book of all time. So even before they were like coming out with the, the Amazon, you know, series, uh, it's, it's the comic book I've always told everybody, you know, it's people come up to me like, Oh, I'm wanting to get into comic books. I uh, always, 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 always told them you have to read invincible and, you know, just trying to, trying to describe it. And they're like, yeah, I'll just go read Spider-Man. And so I'm like, you're missing out, everybody, you're missing out. But uh, I'm so glad they've done this because it's really bringing attention to the story. And it's such an amazing story, just all the way through, like from the from the comics. I, I know they're going to take some different, you know, liberties with changing up the story in the animated the same way they did, you know, The Walking Dead. At a certain point, the TV show goes very different than the comic book, which is kind of weird if you're a big fan of the comics. And so I, I hope they don't change too much. I think there's a few things they're going to change just as far as like plot points, but I think it's going to get to the overall uh, theme of it. Um, and so far it's followed it pretty true. There's a lot of, um, a lot of things they've added, a lot of things they've kept out. And so it's interesting to see kind of both aspects of it. But if you've, if you've watched it, I don't think you'll get bored reading it because uh, it's, it's different enough where it's going to, it's going to keep your interest. But what what have you what have you thought about it so far, Victor? Uh, yeah, so I watched all of season one, and I thought it was great. Um, like I said, it just it was I it, I didn't even start watching it until like I've heard more and more people talking about it because, to be honest, like I wasn't super intrigued with the like the artwork for mm -hmm. it. It just looked very uh like I've seen it before, you know. Yeah. It wasn't anything. Uh, it wasn't doing anything new. And plus, like, I heard it was, like, this, like, rated R version of a comic book story. It's like, well, didn't we just get um, The Good Boys? It's, the Boys. Yeah, The, yeah, yeah. the Boys. Um, so so I just was uh, not, like, a day one watcher or anything. But then I just saw more people talking about it, saying how, how great it was. So I, I gave it a shot. And uh, by the end of the first episode, I was like, okay, like, I, I'm, in, I'm in for this. Like, this, yeah. is, this is pretty dope. Yeah, and I, I think that's where some people are gonna kinda like initially lose interest. I think once you watch that first episode, you're gonna be you're gonna be into it. But it's kind of funny how like um the the animation is not 
you know, amazing. It's yeah. not, it's not, that's like my only know, critique. It's, it's not groundbreaking. Um, but I, I have to assume they had to make it pretty quick with the tight budget because you can tell in some of the frames, it's like, okay, you can tell, all right, they're just trying to save a little bit of money on animation there. And they're and long like, episodes. Some of the background too. paintings too, like, I know it's just a style, but they're like done so hastily. And like, yeah. you just see like the smudges of like the brushes they're using in their Photoshop or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. And the, like, the comic book's the same way. And yeah. they, they reuse a lot of uh, frames. And it's funny because there's even in one of the comics, there's a, there's a section where, um, so in the, in the animated show, he's into this comic book called Seance Dog. And it's kind of like a rip off of Doctor Strange. Mm, but in the comic Seance book, it's Dog. Science Dog. And so he's like a, he's more of like a Tony Stark kind of a character. Mm. And so it's like this dog with the rocket, you know, jet pack, yeah. whatever. And so he, in, in the comic book, Mark meets the, and they might even do it, you know, later on in the show. But it's funny because in the comic, Mark meets the writer for it, or the, I don't know if it's the writer or the artist or what, but anyways, he was, he was like, there's three frames where it's Mark asking a question and it's all the same frame. Uh -huh. And he's like, don't you think it's kind of cheap using the same frame to advance the story? Uh. And he's literally doing it in the comic. And then he's like, in the next frame, it's like him in three frames, like the same exact frame. Yeah. And he's just like, no, <laughs> but it, it, yeah, it's, it's funny. Cause like you can tell they've, you know, they probably had some critique about it, but yeah. also, you know, you're looking at a couple hundred episodes or episodes, uh, comic books and the same with the walking dead, you know, so Robert Kirkman, uh, Ryan Otley was the, uh, artist for invincible, but, uh, doing so many projects, I'm sure they had to like cut corners yeah. and probably doing the same thing with, with the animation here. You know, Robert Kirkman has his hands in a lot of stuff and, you know, trying also, to get these like projects out and. Though I feel like a lot of the budget went to the voice cast too. Oh, absolutely. There's like a lot of voice actors, like people that would just be in one episode, mm -hmm. like you're in there. It's like, was that like you like look it up on IMDb? It's like, oh, that was. Yeah, like, that's like weird. Justin Roiland's in the yeah. in an episode, but like even the main cast, you have what's the name? J.K. Simmons. You yeah. Have, uh, Stephen Yeun. Yeah. Which is uh, like he's like an A-list. Zazie now, Beetz right? is in yeah. it. Um, so many, so mm -hmm. many people. It's uh yeah no it's a, it's an amazing cast the voice acting yeah. alone is 100% worth it but the yeah the animation like i said it's not groundbreaking but you it, you the storyline and the voice acting you're going to you're going to get sucked into it yeah so i would recommend for people who felt the same way that i did like when cuz like when you open up amazon amazon prime like it's advertised on there and i just i didn't really think about it like i was never going to watch it but then like i said the hype started building up around it so i feel like maybe they should have put a little bit more budget in like yeah. the animation like i th i change think, up the style yeah. something like but i don't know that that's probably that's not what they're going for they want it to be like they want it to feel like a like a classic animated yep. show because yeah. it has a lot of similar tones to that like i said yeah. like teen titans static shock x-men like visually but also like tonally because there's like a lot of like the teenage characters in it and yeah yeah and i i think after this season with the with the reaction it's got and i think it's just going to keep growing as far as like its interest they got confirmed for season two and three yeah and so i think we're going to get a little bit better production value not that it was bad it's I, not bad yeah. it just wasn't like it didn't like, you just stand don't expect out. it it didn't yeah. stand out yeah yeah but i, I think we're going to see that production value just pop up a little bit more i don't think they'll make drastic changes but I think there's certain things where it's like, okay, they're, they're reusing, you know, frames or they're, um, 
you know, like there's one scene where there's like a, like a, you know, something happens and there's a helicopter that lands and it's like the lights kind of flashing with the blades and like a slow-mo. And so like each flash is like a different frame. And so it's like, you can kind of tell it's like, okay, they, they didn't want to animate yeah. that. But it, it's not that bad. It just like, isn't, no, you, you, you would expect more, I yeah. guess. That's what, that's really. And cause I, I've talked to people about like those frames and stuff and everybody I've talked to, I mean, you, you guys will notice it, but everybody I've talked to that isn't really into like how the animation's done or how their production is. They're like, I didn't even notice. Yeah. And so I think, yeah. you know, for, you know, most people and people who listen to this might notice it, but it's not going to be a downfall for the series, but no. And then like, it's so good when, when they need to have better animation, they use it. Like when there's mm -hmm. fight scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. It's pretty fluid. Yeah. So. It's yeah. And it's, it's very graphic. It's definitely not a show to watch with kids, even though yeah. it is an animated comic book movie. You might be fooled if you're like watching the first episode though. Cause I yeah. feel like they kept, everything oh, back yeah. until the end of until the, the very end and yeah. then you would just be like okay uh you shouldn't watch this. <laughs> but yeah it's yeah. um it's very it's very graphic i think per episode probably like 50 to 100 people die <laughs> so does it feel more like a american version of like an anime it feel it feels very similar to my hero academia okay because mm -hmm. you've I'm, ever seen that i i haven't i've like you know hardly ever seen any kind of anime oh, that's but I, right but <laughs> i'm the anime <laughs> hater but i know that like you know that's a tra traditional way of um japanese animation is just like you know prolonging the long takes and just kind of moving the mouth or like moving a scene to zoom in so it probably hits people they, they probably won't notice the animation style as much if they're into like a yu yu haka show and mm. like all this old um, 90s anime because that's what they are used to yeah, yeah. um but opposed to like it being just like a Japanese kind of influence show, but in America done in America, you know, that's kind of weird, but who's to say, you know, it might be done all animated in another country and then all the voice actors here, but yeah, they usually mm -hmm. like do outsourcing, yeah, outsourced stuff. animation yeah. to like Korea or yeah. But yeah, like if you ever seen my hero academia, it reminds me of that because there's so many heroes and cause my hero academia is sort of like their take on like X-Men yeah everyone has a, they call it a quirk which is like you know mutation in like oh, x-men okay. so they have like the weirdest heroes like the weirdest superpowers and uh most of the heroes in uh invincible are just like a different version of an existing hero but there's some like weird ones that like kind of remind me of my hero but yeah it's it's like very similar to the boys where all the characters are just like a slight alteration of an existing hero from dc or marvel yeah. Like uh like you know like the 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 Guardians of the Glo of the Globe they're all just like like what's his name like the Batman oh, type character? Uh, I think it's actually Darkwing. Darkwing, yeah. Yeah. So. And dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I, I that's what that's what made me question. I was like I think it's Darkwing. Um but yeah, if if you ever get into the comic books, uh there is so many more because there's an there's actually a um Guardians of the Globe series. That's uh, separate from Invincible? That's separate from Invincible, yeah. And I think it just goes... I, I haven't read that one yet, um, but I've read a few other ones. So there's um, like there's another character called Tech Jacket, and I think he's in some of the uh, comic book issues, but he's like another Robert Kirkman character, uh, and there's a lot of offshoots like that. There's even an episode where... And I hope, <laughs> I hope they do it, but there's an episode where Mark's going through different like universes, 
and uh, there's a single issue, and it's a it's a Marvel issue, or no, it's um, I think it's Spider Man's going through the multiverse. Whenever all that lot of stuff, anyways, whoever <laughs> it is that's traveling through universes, um, it's uh, Spider Man and uh, Invincible, and they do a team up for like a single solo uh, issue. Mm. That's like pretty cool. And he's like, uh, it, it's funny because they're like. They're ripping on each other, and he's like, "What do you call yourself?" He's like, "Spider-Man." He's like, "Isn't that a little yeah. kind of like on the nose?" And he's like, "Well, what what the hell's invincible?" You know. Yeah. So they're like they're like ripping on each other, and it's fun because Robert Kirkman also, uh, you know, I don't know if he still does, but he was writing for Marvel for a while. So he's written, uh, I think he did. Well, he did Marvel Zombies and uh, a few other things with Marvel. So. They did a Invincible Spider-Man team up. So I don't know if it'll be in the show, <laughs> but I would love to see that. <laughs> Any any hopes for uh, Bobby Hill Invincible <laughs> team up? Because uh, I that's the only uh, reference that I had for this show. I just seen the banner for it and it looked pretty striking visually. Um, but I think it's just like kind of the complementary colors, the blues and the yeah. the yellows oh, yeah. and whatnot. But um, I know like seeing that TikTok video, it's like uh, season twelve, episode fifteen. There's a there's a shot of Bobby Hill reading the Invincible comic in his room. And I, I, I wanted to ask Tyler what he thought about that. Yeah, was that. it just like friends with the writer? Yeah. I have to assume. Um, I, I knew that was in there in King of the Hill. At least I knew Bobby, you know, read the, the comic. Uh, so I, I have to assume like either, you know, one of the writers or Mike Judge or somebody was a fan of Invincible and just thought, oh, we'll pop it in there. because. So did that blow your mind when you saw that when you were watching King of the Hill since you're such a fan of the comic? Well, I so I've, I've seen that long time ago and then I started reading the comic okay. and so um well I started reading the comic it must have been about eight nine years ago uh when I when I first heard of it and uh you know then watching re-watching King of the Hills like you re-noticed and I was like oh shit you know and it's, I only have like one friend that's one other friend that's read it and so like sending it to them you know and uh so it wasn't like a big thing because nobody else knew what it was yeah you know so it's like I, can, I would have just assumed it was just like a King of the Hill version. Like of an like, off-brand yeah. superhero yeah. something, you know. But, yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's... Check it out. Yeah, I highly recommend it if I haven't talked about it enough. Yeah, And that's available on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. Yeah. Get the trial if you don't. Check it out. It's only like 10 episodes, I think. Yeah, I think it's like... Yes, it's like a... Or eight? Eight, eight? eight or 10. Yeah, I think it's eight episodes. But they're they're roughly like 40, 50 minutes long. And so they're, you know, substantial. If you're into a Sky High by Disney <laughs> anime, go check it out. Yeah. One of the last things I wanted to talk about, because I know that we all collectively have seen, um, is Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I know... I don't... I don't remember whose list it was on for the beginning of the year episode of like the most anticipated. I think it was on somebody's. It wasn't on. I was gonna watch it, but I was never super hyped for it. I. It might have been on my list because I know I was pretty excited to see yeah. it. Uh, I didn't have like the world's highest yes. hopes for it, but somebody was mess um, uh, was uh, mentioning it a lot because I, I, it's just something that. I think we were all kind of waiting for, especially like a lot of us it, are kids are the nineties. Yeah, no, I, I think it was me because thinking back on it, I remember talking about it and it, it looked great. Cause I remember the trailer came out and I was very hyped for it. Yeah. yeah and I think um, out, that's what sold me. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think it was you, Alex, who were like, eh, I don't know. And then yeah. I, you know, I just, 
I, I'm into those things, but also like, you know, we were talking earlier outside of the podcast, but, uh, you know, just like talking about the old Mortal Kombat's and like, it's a very nostalgic thing. Like the, the movies are not great by any stretch of the okay. imagination, but, uh, just having that nostalgic, like, all right, you know, these are the Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat characters coming back to life. So Victor, do you want to set us up? Like what is Mortal Kombat for people that haven't seen it? Where does it come from? And what were your thoughts about it? I feel like it'd be difficult to find anyone that doesn't know what Mortal Kombat is because even our moms probably know about it because yeah. they were warned about the violence. Well, we got a, a lot know? of, we got new, yeah, new yeah. kids who listen to I mean, Mortal Kombat so. is a, started off as an arcade game, very violent, very brutal. You just, I believe there's like a, a universe of fighters that come to Earth to battle it out for, you know, to the death. And, like the main staple of it is like they usually will do a fatality where they like rip out each other's spines or rip each other's hearts out. It's just very violent, very, very over the very top. Very gory. Was that was that one of the one of the first games to have the extra blood effects? Uh it was one of the first times I've seen blood. I remember playing that at a, a Pizza Hut. Yeah. <laughs> that in uh, Primal Rage, which I like <laughs> oh. I like Primal Rage more because there's dinosaurs and Gorillas? That was fun. Yeah, I had both of those on. Uh, well, I think Primal Rage was, but anyways, I had you know Mortal Kombat on Sega Genesis yeah. growing up, and uh, yeah, it's just a it's a very brutal game. I mean, it's nothing compared yeah. to what you play now, but you know if you think about the '90s, whenever. Well, I mean, they're still making them too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just like you know whenever it came out, there was like this. Um, I don't know if you'd call it like a hysteria or like this like parental panic about the game because you know it was coming out and it was a game where you could you know like you said you can just rip a man's spine out and you can you know <laughs> uppercut somebody and they fall onto like a bed of spikes you know yeah. you or can like you know. pool of acid yeah and then i i don't know if it was in the first one but i know like you the can, other ones yeah you can kick females <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um yeah no it, I, you know there was a there was this like parental panic about it you know it, like a lot of people trying to petition it to get it you know off the shelves of stores and it was just yeah, but um, yeah, it's got this. It's got an interesting history, yeah. but I think I just uh, I just remember like Ab Cab. You know, you guys remember that? Like that's the the blood effects or whatever. It was like mm-hmm. ABB whatever. I don't. I, that sounds familiar. Stuff. Yeah, it was like this. Like every. It was like like the commandments for kids in the nineties, like mm-hmm. especially like elementary, middle school. Everybody was like, oh, extra blood effects on Mortal Kombat, and then yeah, because we like, they came with yeah. it off, right? And yeah, and on. you had to turn it on by like I remember like just it being in people's notebooks in the back like to play i like remember Kombat. doing that for the super nintendo yeah it, yeah i had it yeah, yeah i had it for super nintendo i still have it for super and nintendo, then but. we got we got a live action film in the 90s yeah. yeah right which um you know i loved it as a kid one of the first times i remember seeing cgi with that reptilian creature mm-hmm. was that reptile or is that just a do you remember from the very first more i don't know it's been so long it was just like this it's been like a long time. super low poly CGI like monstrosity that just doesn't it didn't look like it belonged on screen but it was cool at the time so grew up with that and uh, yeah now we have this new one which I never felt like it was gonna come out because I could I feel like there was always a Mortal Kombat movie in the works for as long as I can remember it was always like one of those movies that was being worked on and then there's that YouTube uh, web series you guys remember that where it's like a, a brutal realistic take on Mortal Kombat and it was like 
Reptile was just this guy that had scaly skin that was like a serial killer. I don't I don't, oh, I don't I think quite I know remember, but it was about. it was very popular at the time and yeah. there was like a few episodes on YouTube. Um, I I don't remember liking it too much because they just I'm I, it wasn't it wasn't like fun. It was just yeah. like kind of they were going more like creepy in like the horror realm but yeah now we got this this film that came out and um what'd you guys think i enjoyed it um but i I think with that kind of movie you just have to manage your expectations um you know whenever you're taking on any kind of project where it has such a huge fan base or so or uh, you know it's got a unique fan base it's got um you know, a lot of people that would be hyped for it, you know, it's mm-hmm. the same people who would be, you know, you know, like anything, you know, it's like those big, big box office, um, movies. But anyways, um, yeah, no, I enjoyed it for what it is. And I think you have to go into it with that mindset of like, you're not going into it for an amazing plot line. You're going in there to see someone's spine ripped out. You're going in there to see somebody like, you know, get their bodies chopped in half and, mm-hmm. You know, their limbs frozen off. Exactly. And, and there's so many characters in the video games, and they've been adding more as as the series has gone on. So it's very fan servicey. You get to see like all the main characters, I think, from yeah. the first game at least. I'm sh- and there's a bunch that were in the future games that are in it too. A lot of them have uh, brief appearances, but a lot of them get a lot of uh, like airtime in the movie. Um, yeah, and, and then there's some from the first game that aren't in it, but oh, okay, I thought there, were, I thought, well, oh yeah, because yeah. you find John out Cage, in the end, yeah, yeah I was gonna say, um, yeah, because there there was, you know, I don't I don't remember if there was anybody else. It's been a long time since I've ever played the first one, but um, yeah, I obviously like he, well, not obviously if you haven't seen it, but uh, Johnny Cage isn't in it, but towards the end you get that teaser of okay, there's gonna be another one, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, it it ends pretty solidly, yeah. but you know, I I do look forward to the second one. I I think I gave it like three stars, two and a half stars, or three stars, or something like that. So it's it's not like it's not a great movie, but but I had a lot of fun watching it. It was way better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I'll say that. Like, yeah, as far as video game movies go, right? It's like one of the most successful. This is video, probably like the best yeah, video game movie right? I've ever seen. To be honest, yeah, I yeah. agree. I can't really think of one that was better. Than I think that opening scene was great. The first yeah. opening scene was beautifully done. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. It felt like I was watching like an authentic like. China, like Japanese, Chinese, like kind of samurai movie, yeah. you know, because yeah. they, they're both one's Japanese, one's Chinese, but um, I, it felt for real because I just watched uh, 13 Assassins mm-hmm. um, and it felt a lot like that. I was like, whoa, what am I walking into yeah. with subtitles and everything? It was beautiful. And then I didn't like like that American take on it. As soon as they bring him in and he's got a lame little sidekick and it, it I don't know, from then on, it got kind of like messy, but it was also it was like it, it it is what it is but i think the the setup for it could have gone way better mm-hmm. um but for what it was i was like the first person you can ask tyler like i chopped down this movie i was like this is lame like it's 2021 i think the premise and everything would have flown better in like 2017 2015 like yeah that was what i was thinking when i saw the trailer especially like oh i have this birthmark and that's my thing and that whatever uh, but watching it i think that all the factors come into play is that the pandemic and everything, it couldn't have come out at a better time. I think if this movie would have come out last year or, you know, in the years following, it wouldn't do what it's doing now 
because one you can you can watch it at home you know it's not a huge risk you're already playing for this streaming service but it's also a really dumb fun gory watch that yeah i kind of feel the need to want to watch again i haven't finished it fully but I, I had a lot of fun watching it and like it's lame it but that's what it is like it's just why think about that when there's so much other stuff in the world that you're trying to get by yeah it's, it, it was perfectly made for like a popcorn chump chomping sit at home chill let your brain turn off have fun soak it up let your imagination roll especially with the character like uh what's one of the characters um like I don't know, he like they come in, they're like I'm Kano, whatever. Oh, yeah. and like, well, and, th- and that goes back to the fan service too, kind of what you mentioned, Victor. But it's like you know, there's a, there's a scene where uh, you know Kano is fighting somebody and he kills him, and he's all Kano wins. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. and so it's like mm-hmm. th- there's like little things about like the video game they kind of squeeze in there, and it's like. <laughs> It's pretty lame, it, but it, 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 it works. Yeah, it, it, it works, works for what, what is, the movie is. Exactly, like, exactly. Like and I think you, that you gotta yeah. you gotta go into it thinking, okay, I'm just here to have fun. You just yeah, you know? like a, a hilarious scene that I don't think was intended to be comedic. But what's the car- Cabal? What's his name? The one that's like has, he has a mask, not like Scorpion or Sub Zero, but he, what's his name? I, I don't know. Like I don't the robotic looking yeah. guy. Oh yeah, like that was super comical too. Like their exchange with each other. It just and he he had was like just kind of like your eyes are redder than usual. And like he had like the like a <laughs> interesting accent, and he's like, "You hear that? Yeah. He's about to get his soul sucked out." Yeah, I oh, love the sound. Yeah, of yeah. It was kind of like a whatever like a w- Jersey accent yeah. right from this robot. <laughs> he's like, "I love the sound." Super of, funny. Whatever yeah. he said, like it just cracked me up. And yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot his name, but. Yeah, um, I forget. Whatever but. character that was, that was just hilarious. And yeah, um, yeah there's a lot of cheesy lines like that. That but, in the, but what, it works with the movie. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Well, because there's another one where, um, isn't it where it's almost set up exactly like a video game? I don't know if it's this exact spot, but when they're fighting on that uh, platform, mm-hmm. and uh, does the um, you know he like uppercuts him off, and he like lands down at the bottom, whatever, and he's like fatality, or <laughs> he says he says something hella lame like that, like the like the video game. But it's set up like like in the video game, that's how it would have yeah happened, yeah. and that's what the you know video game announcer narrated, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> I mean, that's what he would say. So it's I mean it's dumb, but yeah. you just gotta you just gotta have fun with it, you know. Yeah, and Goro was really cool. I liked the Goro scene. Yeah, I w- I always loved. Goro as a kid. Really? Like, I'm gonna was be he, like stop motion? In yeah, the first one? I, th- I think so. Yeah, I know. I that was my favorite really? as a kid. Is like watching yeah. Goro. It's just like because it's just like uh, I mean everybody else is like whatever, but you know you have this guy. He's just big. He's beefy. He's got four arms, and you're oh, just like yeah, yeah. you know as a kid you're watching like that's so weird. Like yeah. that's so cool. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm a I'm more of a Tekken guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, the well, games. Let I me think, let yeah. me know when the Tekken movie comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so I I think I will be partial to like. I think there's giving... been like four or five Tekken movies that have come out, but they are never any good. Yeah, uh, wait till I, I think this is very uh, promising. Like, it shows what you can do. I wouldn't do it personally because it's so like close. Mm-hmm. But maybe I don't know. You know, like they do Mortal Kombat versus whatever, right? Maybe Mortal Kombat versus Tekken. I don't know, something like that. That that happened, right? They did that. Well, they did... Um, or Tekken something. Tekken or or was... DC versus Tekken or something like that. DC versus... There's been a lot of... Yeah. Within fighting games, I'm not for sure there was DC versus 
Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so some maybe something like that in the future is what I would be interested. We're in. We're not a video I, game podcast. Yeah. We're not, <laughs> so excuse yeah. us on that. I'm I'm just more into like the characters and the Tekken, but um, f- but for the overall like the movie and stuff, I haven't rated it on Letterbox yet, but uh, so far it's 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 right in the middle, and I'll probably get my review done within the next couple of days and yeah i think i gave it like three stars yeah, well. maybe, but maybe that'll hurt me because i'll be able to sit and digest it a little bit more and kind of but yeah it's a f- dumb fun watch gory mess available on hbo max but for a limited time though so you better get on it before it leaves they're releasing it the same day in, in, uh, on hbo max as they do in theaters but they keep it on hbo max for only 30 days yeah but i think theaters will probably still carry those titles for a little bit longer yeah because i think Congress has Godzilla still playing, and that they just oh yeah that, I mm-hmm. think. yeah I think that's their deals like they want you to go to the movies, but when it's safe to do so and just in case you're afraid you could still watch it for thirty days on HBO Max so it's not a bad deal. Yeah. But yeah I think that's pretty much all we have to talk about um, on this podcast. It's been fun doing the first ever live and in person one. Um, hopefully there's more to come. We have a couple things planned for maybe next month um, with the release of Luca. We, we're trying to do maybe um, a Pixar watch party on Disney Plus. So we'll keep you guys updated with that on Instagram. Don't forget to join the Discord. It is in our uh, link in our bio for uh, Take Me to Your Theater um, on Instagram. And um, thanks for hanging out and thanks for supporting us. Yeah, yeah appreciate you all. All right. Um, and we will see you on the next one. All right. Bye, guys. So long. <laughs> no one believes I beat the last level of Mortal Kombat. Because that's just ridiculous. No one beats Sub-Zero. Bro, 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 bro.